Well, hey, everyone, I'm glad to be back with you for another episode on the Better Bible Reading Podcast. I've been out and about the last couple weeks, enjoying some vacation time with my family, and I am personally getting ready to start my final semester for my theology degree, and so I have been trying to just enjoy the kind of low-key, not-so-much-going-on time. But I'm happy to tell you that I feel very uh, refreshed, very relaxed, very rested up uh, from my time away. So I'm glad to be back with you now, focusing on one thing to help you. I'm a huge fan of kind of building our Bible reading empire, if you will, uh, with a collection of strategies, collection of Bibles, a whole host of different things that I like to talk about, like to teach you about, maybe even remind you of things you already know. Uh, but sometimes it's good to just focus on one thing to kind of hone in on. And that one thing that I want to talk about is what I believe to be the best visual aid, the best free visual aid tool that you can use for studying the Bible. This tool is especially powerful because it doesn't require an internet connection. (laughs) It doesn't require a subscription service. It doesn't require you to even have a phone or a laptop or an iPad or anything electronic whatsoever. I think a lot of times we think about productivity. uh, We think about visual aid type things, and we assume that it's going to be technologically based. Well, this is something that anybody can do because it doesn't have to be technologically based. This is something that you can do as long as you have a hard copy of God's Word of any kind and a highlighter, just one highlighter. That's all you need. And that's because this visual aid tool that I'm talking about, uh, I said it's free, but I'm assuming that you have a hard copy Bible and a highlighter. This visual aid tool is something that you can begin doing right now, and it helps map your progress as you read the Bible. We could talk about this in a variety of different ways, and if you're somebody that listens and and watches all of my content, either here on the podcast feed or over on the YouTube channel where I publish videos that don't always make it onto this uh, podcast feed, uh, this is something that you're probably already familiar with, but I talk about this highlighter idea as part of a more kind of all-encompassing method of highlighting your Bible. And and if you've watched the video, if you've heard me talk about this before, you know that I like to use three different colors to highlight the Bible because all three colors are trying to do different things. And I also like to take a a pen to try to help uh, write some things in like my side margins or underline things or circle things to further enhance what those highlighters are doing. 
But this one, I think, is the most important one of those highlighter uh, approaches because this one really is a visual aid. And you can even do this uh, without even using a pen. You don't have to write anything off to the side, although I, I would recommend that you do, and I'll explain how to do that in a minute. But this visual aid tool for studying the Bible is working in a way that helps you understand on every page the connection between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And I think that is one of the most important things for us to do as Bible readers, and it's one of the most neglected things, either at the personal level or at the level of different denominations, and what their emphasis is on a certain doctrine or what kind of theology they're teaching and interested in. And it's also something that is just outright neglected because we live after the pinning of the New Testament. And so therefore, since the New Testament is the most recent, the most relevant in many people's eyes, the most uh, familiar thing to us, the thing that's closest to our timeline of, of where we live and where we're at, that that tends to be what we focus all of our time on, uh, which is very frustrating and it's very sad because although there's nothing wrong with the New Testament and we should spend all the time in the world focusing on the New Testament, it's only one-third of our Bible as a whole. If you take your entire Bible in your hand and you divided it up between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Old Testament is going to take up roughly two-thirds of all the content that you have in your Bible. And that means that if we're only focusing on one-third, then we're letting two-thirds slip away. We're saying that two-thirds are not as important as that one-third. Now, obviously, this is a huge problem for maybe an endless number of reasons, but some that come off the top of my head is that when we focus only on the New Testament and not the Old Testament, we miss so many of the connections that are made. And I mean, there are hundreds, thousands of connections made between the New Testament and the Old Testament. I've talked about this before. You can't even call it the New Testament without understanding its relation to the Old Testament. That word new automatically situates it alongside the Old Testament. So even, even in name, there is a connection being made between the two that we can't deny. And if we do deny, or if we do divorce it from the other, then we have a two unrelated testaments that would just be called testament. And there would be no way to distinguish the two and we would do our best to try to have it make sense, but oftentimes we would just pick one or the other. You've spent enough time in churches, you understand that, unfortunately, this kind of thing is exactly what happens, where people prefer the New Testament. They spend no time trying to connect it to the content of the Old Testament, 
And suddenly, we, in our own minds, become fairly adequate in being able to cite verses from the New Testament, or maybe we can even say that we understand mainly what a certain book in the New Testament is all about, but we're doing so in isolation to its connection to the Old Testament. And even if we don't think that that's much of a problem, it turns out that it is a problem because the authors of the New Testament are constantly citing the Old Testament. And we tend to forget that, or maybe we'll say, well, only the passages that they cite have any relevance to, to us today. And, you know, we could just get into problem after problem. But my point is, we have been kind of programmed at an early stage in certain church contexts, or maybe even in our own families, the way that we talk about our own version of Christianity, where we just focus on the content of the New Testament with no relation to the old, that we have been programmed to care little about the content of the Old Testament. And then, later on down the road, we start talking about how, yeah, I think there really is a lot to be understood and appreciated from the Old Testament. Now, we're not even talking about here of what what commandments still have any bearing on us today. We're just talking about the content of understanding what the Old Testament is all about and the genres that are in it and all that. Well, maybe we say, you know, I can understand that there is validity to knowing the Old Testament. After all, that's what all the New Testament writers were going off of. They had the Old Testament in a deep place of appreciation in their hearts, and we understand that, but then we feel guilty because we say, well, I wish I knew the Old Testament more. But then we make a very fatal error by saying to ourselves, well, I guess since I don't have the Old Testament in in a place of, of knowledge like I should, I guess I'm going to stay away from it. (laughs) And and that's sad because we're only making that reality about ourselves true for longer and longer. If you stay out of the Old Testament because you don't know it very well, you're only ever going to not know it very well. And you're only ever going to continue to stay out of the Old Testament. And then we're just making the problem worse and worse because we're always going to be dealing with the New Testament exclusively, and we're going to be doing so in a way that gives us a very narrow understanding of it because we're never connecting it to the Old Testament. And again, I'm not talking here about the argument of which commandments mentioned in the Old Testament still apply to the New Testament. I'm talking about the storyline of the Bible. How are we ever going to know in what ways Jesus is like King David in the Old Testament? How are we ever going to understand the importance of the flood narrative during the days of Noah? How are we going to understand the significance of the Passover and the Exodus? from Egypt, and all of the other things we could talk about, the prophet Isaiah's ministry, what 
Malachi says leading up to that very end of the Old Testament and getting us into the content of the New Testament. How are we ever going to understand any of those things if, number one, we never spend any time in the Old Testament, and number two, we never read the New Testament as a fulfillment and as God's final word, as God's explanation to us of all of those things mentioned in the Old Testament? The only option left for us is to just say, I guess the Old Testament is not relevant, and by doing that, we throw out all of it as unimportant, irrelevant, and then we have to say, I guess two-thirds of my Bible really doesn't matter. Well, maybe you don't say those things. Maybe you don't even think those things to yourself. But our actions speak louder than our words. So my challenge to you is to ask yourself the hard question, how much time do you spend in the Old Testament? Now, you don't have to match that mathematical fraction between the Old and the New Testament to how much time your Bible reading equates to. You don't have to spend two-thirds of your Bible reading time in the Old Testament because two-thirds of the Bible is the Old Testament. That's not where I'm going with this. Instead, what I want to challenge you to think about here is not only asking yourself that hard question, how much time am I actually spending in the Old Testament, uh, but let's take that a little bit further, and let's say, what can I do to remind myself of that connection? between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the promise in the Old Testament, the fulfillment in the New Testament, the imagery in the New Testament that brings us back to the storylines in the Old Testament. How can I remind myself of that thematic, of that storyline of redemption that God is doing How can I remind myself of that as a central part of the Bible? Well, that's where our study aid comes into play. All you need is one highlighter. You can use a pen if you want to, but all you need is one highlighter. And here's how you can do it. You take that highlighter, and when you're in the Old Testament, Whatever page you're on, whatever book you're in, if there is a verse that is later cited in the New Testament, highlight that verse with your highlighter. Now, if you have a Bible that has very thin pages, you might want to test what kind of highlighter you're using just to make sure it doesn't bleed through and and ruin. Uh, They do make special highlighters for your Bible that don't bleed through, and even even multicolored pins if you just don't want to deal with highlighters. But uh, generally speaking, most Bible pages are going to do okay with highlighters that aren't like filled with like liquid ink. Uh, just your your throwback, just old school highlighter should work just fine. Uh, maybe just pick a lighter color than a darker color. But again, you can you can experiment with this and and do what works best for your own Bible that you're using for this. But highlight that verse that occurs in the New Testament, and then when you do that, immediately 
turn to the passage in the New Testament that cites that verse in the Old Testament and highlight that. Now, you can use your cross-reference system that's in your Bible, or if your Bible uses footnotes, most of them are going to include which verses are cited on any given page, and they're going to say in the center margin or in the bottom of the page, wherever these things are, are located on in your Bible, they're going to say, cited in, and then it's going to tell you the New Testament book, chapter, verse. Uh, same can be said when you turn to the New Testament, it's going to tell you, cited from, and it's going to call back that Old Testament passage. Now, if your Bible doesn't have this, or if you don't want to go through the visual hoops of looking up, down, and all around your page every time you're, you're doing this, then this is where you can use a pen and write in the side margin, wherever you can fit it in, what that Old Testament or New Testament passage is. This is a visual aid because as you do this, you can, you can do this by starting in the Old Testament or in the New Testament because wherever this is happening, you're going to go to the opposite testament and highlight that same verse. So you're, you're making a visual connection between the two testaments. So you can do this regardless if you want to start in the new or the old. And as time goes on, let's say, like for me, I use green to do this. If I open my Bible to, let's say, Romans in the New Testament, or let's say Isaiah in the Old Testament, and I'm going to have green on a page. And when I look at that green highlighted verse on the page, number one, if I'm in the New Testament, I'm automatically thinking there's some Old Testament passages being cited here. Or if I'm in the Old Testament and I see green, I'm saying, this verse is used in the New Testament to make a point or to draw an application. And so I'm always reminded, whether in the New Testament or in the Old Testament, of the bigger picture of the connection between the Old Testament and the New Testament. If I open things up to Isaiah, after time, I'm going to be turning to any given page, and I'm going to start saying to myself, as I continue to read and make these highlights and then go back to the book later, I'm going to say, oh, on this page, this is cited in all the Gospels, and then Paul's going to talk about it in Romans, and then there's a few passages here that are spoken of in the book of Revelation. And again, the, the same thing can be said when we turn to a book like Romans, uh, a book that is very cherished as people who appreciate the New Testament. Uh, suddenly, our book of Romans, especially in chapter 10, starts to have green highlighter or whatever color you use all over the place. And then we say, oh my goodness, he's citing from like every genre in the Old Testament. You got citations here from Genesis. You got them from Isaiah. You got them from almost anywhere you could think of. And suddenly you're starting to see that these books that are separated by the words old and new are actually not all that separate after all. In fact, you start to see how vital each one becomes in the bigger picture, in the bigger storyline of what God is saying to us. 
you start to appreciate the connection between the two testaments. And, and you're not having to go to school for this. You're not having to download some kind of fancy software. You're not even having to uh, find somebody that has this incredible subscription service to teach you all these hidden features about the Bible or something like that. You're just simply using a hard copy of God's Word and a highlighter, and then a pen if you want to. And you're making these connections, you're marking down these visual aids that not only help you in the moment, but because you've used a highlighter, you've used a pen, they're going to be there as long as that page is there. And so anytime you go back and find green highlighter, or whatever color you're using, in your Bible, you're going to know, oh, that's cited in the New Testament, or, oh, it's citing this from the Old Testament. And I think that's a really powerful thing, and it can go a long way in not only helping us understand the connection, but it can also motivate us to go back to the Old Testament, that testament that we tend to neglect, that seems to be overwhelming, that seems to maybe not make sense in relation to the New Testament, and suddenly we're seeing how Paul and Peter and Jesus in the Gospels are using those storylines of the life of David, of the life of Abraham, of the life of Moses and Noah and the prophets and they're drawing their New Testament conclusions from the content in the Old Testament and helping us understand how those people, those places, those figures either foreshadow Christ or they reveal a prophecy that's fulfilled by him or they give us an example of failure that shows us how much we need him as the better Abraham, the better Noah, the better Moses, the better David. And now we have all of these biblical themes making so much more sense and bringing so much more weight to those narrative passages and those prophecy passages in the Old Testament that weren't there before, but all we've done is created a visual aid to help us see those. Once you see them, and once you start to make that visual connection between the two, then you can understand why our Bible not only has the New Testament, but it has the Old Testament as well, and you can appreciate it as God's Word exhaustively, both in the Old and in the New. And we have a greater love for God's Word as a result. Well, friends, I hope that this really motivates you. Even if you just use one aspect of of this whole conversation, you can modify this to your heart's content. But if you got something out of this, uh, I hope that it is to motivate you to not shy away from the Old Testament. Um, What I love about the Westminster Confession of Faith, our Confession of Faith that we have in the Presbyterian Church in America, my denomination, is that the Confession of Faith says in the very first chapter that not everything in the Bible is 
equally clear to us. We're going to have questions about things. Oftentimes, it has to do with stuff in the Old Testament because we feel so divorced from it. But all things pertaining to salvation, all things that are necessary for us to understand are clear in the Bible. And that not only applies to the New Testament, but it applies to the Old Testament as well. And I appreciate that because it reminds me that there's so much that I can glean from the Old Testament, even if I don't understand all of the ins and outs of what's happening in it. And the same can be said of the New Testament, too. But I hope that this motivates you to get into your Bibles, and if you're not doing this, to start marking your progress. Start following along and making those visual aids between the Old and the New Testament, and you'll appreciate your Bible so much more as you can see those connections being made in real time. Well, friends, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you being with me on the Better Bible Reading Podcast. You can find more content on my YouTube channel, or you can head on over to betterbiblereading.com for even more resources, including a free course helping you to understand how to read the Bible. Well, this has been Kevin Morris. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.